Hey, now I have a question for you. Do you know who you are? Do you know whose you are? And do you understand that if you know those two things, then you can keep going? Let me tell you something. I believe so many people fall off the path, get off track, uh, lose faith in their goals because you do not realize that every single day is a new day. Every month is a new month. Every season is a new season. Every hour is a new hour. So whatever happened in the past stays back there and it is time for you to focus on the future. Why? Because the harvest is here and the time is now. It is time for you to get what's coming to you. We have been talking about a new you, a new season, a new opportunity. Um, and no matter what time of year it is, guess what? It is relevant because every single day we get to make a new choice. We get to make new decisions about how we're going to show up and who we are going to be. And, you know, I, I have a very special guest coming on a bit later, but I want you to understand uh, something. Uh, I know that there's a lot happening and I know that there are a lot of people who are struggling and I know that you may feel like uh, giving up. I know that you may feel like nothing you have done has uh, brought you to where it is that you think you're supposed to be. I know you may be feeling discouraged. I know you may be feeling as if you have been left behind, but I am going to tell you, you might just be in the home stretch. You might just be in that last zone where you're about to cross over into everything that you've been thinking, everything that you've been believing, and everything that you've been hoping for. And understand that it comes in levels. So when I crossed out of living from check to Monday and crossed into at least having enough money to make it to the end of the month, listen, that was a huge thing. I wasn't where I wanted to be, but I wasn't where I used to be. And I think right now we are in a season where we need to remember just how special we are, uh, who we are um, and whose we are. First of all, you have a gift. God has given you something that only you can do. God has given you something that is not just going to help you elevate and transform, but it's going to help somebody else on this earth. Somebody else, someplace needs what it is that you have to offer. So yes, you are special. The next thing is who you are. You are uh, uh, special. You are anointed. Um, you may have made some mistakes, but everyone has. Anybody who has never made a mistake, raise your hand. I don't think anybody's going to raise their hand, but who you are. Are you strong? Are you powerful? Are you anointed? Are you appointed? And then whose you are? Whose you are? You are a child of the king. Yes, you belong to somebody and someone has their eye on you. So I am just saying, while we are talking about this new you, because guess what? Here's what happens at the beginning of everything, at the beginning of the new year, at the beginning of Black History Month, at the beginning of the summer, at the beginning of anything, no matter what it is, we can always find a way to settle in and it doesn't feel so new anymore. But yes, this is the season of the new you. This is the season of the new opportunity. This is the season of the new idea. So I want you to hold on. I don't want you to give up. I want you to, if you got to cry, go on and cry it out. And I'm, I'm speaking from my own experience. Uh, in 2019, many of you know, um, I 
came back into the world of radio um, after having been gone for well over a decade and never thought that I would ever do this again. Not only did I start to do the radio show because my wonderful sister, Melody Span Cooper, asked me to. And I don't know if you know her, but you can't tell her no. So I wasn't going to tell her no. I just wasn't going to do that. Um, I was just going to have to figure it out and work it out. And, and to God be the glory, I have. Um, but it wasn't something that was on my radar. Um, in addition to that, I had no intention on ever going back into teaching um, people one-on-one. Uh, -on -one. You know, I was on the Steve Harvey show. I'm on all these other things. And so that's great. But I had no intention of engaging uh, in transactions individually by helping anyone do anything except what I was already doing in the entertainment field. And so that year, things got rough. They weren't rough financially. They weren't rough. Uh, there was nothing going on in my marriage or my family, but it was just a rough year. And I knew uh, for many people that I knew, and I knew that I had to shift and do something different. But let me tell you, before I did it, I cried. I Before I created New Walk University, I cried. I didn't want to do it. All of the thoughts that were in my head about how much work it was going to take and how, how it was going to change my life so significantly and so on. And guess what? What I did not realize is that I was in the home stretch. I was in the zone, uh, the end zone. I was in that space where if you do this and if you cross this line, you are never going to go back. If you do this and if you cross this line, it is going to catapult not just you, but so many other people to another level. And so I was obedient to the things in my own head that I didn't want to do, but I knew I had to do them. Is there something that you know you have to do, but you haven't done it yet? Is there something that you know you have to accomplish, but you have not pressed go? Is there something that you know you have to complete? And you stopped midway, halfway, three quarters of the way, or you started and didn't stop before you even got out the door. There's something that you have to do because there was something I had to do. And once I did that something, guess what happened? The pandemic came and everybody was at home. And I had been teaching and preaching how to start a home-based business, why you need a home-based business, the tax deductions, all the benefits, being an entrepreneur, everybody's an entrepreneur. I don't care if you're a doctor, a lawyer, or a, the chief of your tribe, guess what? You still need a home-based business. And I had been saying it so long that I almost got tired of listening to it myself. And then the pandemic came. And then everybody needed a home-based business. And then everybody was sitting and waiting. And guess what? Everything exploded, not just but for me, for the businesses, for other people. We were able to help children stay in school. I shouldn't say children. We were able to help young people stay in school whose parents had lost their jobs. And guess what? We were blessed to be a blessing. And so are you. So now is not the time to give up. Now was not the time to throw the towel in. Now was not the time to say, you know what? It's over. Now it is just your beginning. It's the beginning of your new you, your new season, and it starts right now. KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. And so, yes, I'm excited. We, we are in a new season. There is a new reason. There are new opportunities. And guess what? It is not over until you win, as my big brother Les Brown would say. Um, uh, you cannot fail until you quit, as my big brother Russell Simmons would say. And guess what? You have to speak what you seek until you see what you say. And I said that one. <laughs> okay? So we are not going to continue 
to let money be the thing that holds us back. We are not going to continue to let money be the thing that keeps us from living our dreams, that keeps us from achieving our goals, that keeps us depressed, down and out, beat up and turned all upside down. We are not going to do it, okay? There's always an opportunity for you to put one foot in front of the other and keep moving towards uh, the dream and the vision that you see for yourself. So let me just say this. So I, I started the millionaire Millionaires Before 30 Club to give our young people an opportunity to get it right the first time. If I knew then what I know now, I know I would already be a billionaire. Already know I would be, right? And there's a recent article that came out uh, during the pandemic, there were 493 new billionaires made. I've been saying, I've been copying this post. I said, coming out of the pandemic, you will either be a millionaire, a billionaire, or a witness. Are you going to watch it? Or are you going to participate in becoming it? And a billionaire may seem like it's a far-stretched number, but really, it's a numbers game. And there are people who understand how to make numbers work for them. Because once, if you have a penny, you get a hundred of them, you have a dollar. You get a hundred of those, you have a hundred dollars. You get a hundred of those, you have, see, it just keeps going on and on and on and on. So this is about us giving our young people an opportunity. Now, if you're almost 30 and you want to be a millionaire before 30, join the club anyway, because you can be one before you're 40. If you're over 40 and you want to be one by 50, the whole concept, the whole concept is that you can do it if you focus your mind and your energy and your resources on it. It can be done for you. So I want to just give you a couple of uh, different challenges. We're going to talk about a couple of different challenges. And then I want you to go to asklynn.org. And I want you to tell me which challenge you are planning to do. Okay. I'm going to give you a couple of challenges and then I'm going to tell you, uh, I'm going to tell you to go to asklynn.org and then tell me which challenge are you going to do? The first challenge is the $1 challenge. It's the $1 challenge. Okay. I want you to write that down. It's the $1 challenge. Now, let me tell you how this challenge works. You put $1 in the bank in week one. You put $2 in the bank in week two. You put $3 in the bank in week three. This is going to be in a savings account on the other side of town with no debit card attached to it. You cannot transfer the money. You can't, you, you'd have to go through some stuff to get to the money. Okay. So I have accounts like that. I have accounts that are not connected to my personal checking account that I'm using every day. I have accounts that are not connected to my business account that I'm using for bills and things. I have accounts that are at a whole different bank that I had to set up separately that have no debit card uh, attached to them. And of course, yes, I could get the money if I needed it in an emergency, but the whole idea is it's not going to be a transfer situation. It's not going to be the overdraft account. Okay. It's not going to be the account where you pull the money from and if the, you don't even realize it's gone. Okay. So Week one, $1. Week two, $2. Week three, $3. Week four, $4. And you just keep going, okay? So every single week, add $1. Just do that. By week 52, you will have placed, in week 52, you're going to put $52 in the bank. At the end of the year, you will have $1,378 saved in the bank. Now, here's the deal. 
If you put that money and keep it in a regular bank, then you'll be lucky if you earn $10 in interest, all right? So I wanna teach you what to then do with that $1,378. Because if somewhere along the way, once you get $300 and you choose the right investments and then you make that money grow and you keep on adding to it, what's gonna start to happen is your money is gonna work harder for you than you can ever work for it. Your money will work harder for you than you can ever work for it. So let me tell you what happens to $1,378. If you were to uh, divide that amount by 12 and act as if you were gonna put in an equal amount every single month, okay? Let me tell you what would happen to that money. Now, once again, if you leave the money in the bank for a year, you'll be lucky if you have $10 in interest. You'll be lucky. If, if that's the case, all right? Because I want you to do the math. I'm gonna take $1,378, and if I multiply that times 1%, then I just earn $13.78. That's not a lot, right? So we get discouraged, and we don't wanna continue, and we don't wanna move forward. But what if that money was earning 10%, all right? So now you've got $1,378 and it's earning interest at a rate of 10%. You just now earn $137.80. Okay, not too much, right? That's okay. But what if you chose the right investments and let's say the money was earning 50%, okay? So $1,378 and it was earning 50%. And in just one year, now you've earned $689. So you put in $1,378 and you then put that money in the right investments that you choose with a financial advisor. To be clear, I am not a financial advisor. I had all those licenses. I let them go. I am a financial coach. But once you join the Millionaire Before 30 Club and I help you with your mindset, and teach you the patterns that you need to teach to become wealthy, then yes, we'll sit you with someone who can help you discover your risk profile, your risk profile, as well as the investments that match your risk profile. Now I'm gonna give you something, I'm telling you the truth. Ten, two years ago, I just took $10,000 and I put it in an account. And I said, I'm not even gonna worry about it. I chose the right uh, mix of investments. Um, it's got some stocks, some bonds, um, uh, it's, it's got more stocks than bonds. That $10,000 is now $14,700. Can you imagine just putting some money someplace and it grows like that? And that's, that grew just at that pace because I didn't add anything to it. So this is about you getting to the next level. Now, you know, we got to welcome my sister MC light to the round table. Thank you so much, Lynn. How are you doing today? Let me tell you, we, we're working. You know, th this show has been all about you, you not giving up. This show is yeah. about uh, using whatever it is that you have. So, yeah. you know, I have been talking about um, th there are so many things that are happening right now. And, and I want I don't want to kind of like I don't want to address it in an inappropriate manner. But mm -hmm. I think a lot of people feel like it's over like that but I, what i was saying is you might just be in the in the end zone in the in the home stretch you might you never know 
Just when you think it's over, you want to quit, you might be right there at the finish line about to cross it and you don't even know it. And what I know about crossing that finish line, whatever that finish line is, you never really know when it's going to happen. You just kind of collide into it. And so um, and then then I talked about the one dollar challenge and I'm just encouraging people to start wherever wherever they're at. Like we think we don't have enough, but even if it's just a dollar and it's all around this whole idea of not giving up. And I know that there's been some news um, recently that has impacted um, you and someone that you know personally and it's public, it's out there and um, it's our sister Regina King. Um, talk to us like about uh, you know, just where are you in this whole space of what we need to do to not just support each other, but to remind each other not to give up? Yeah, you know what? This is a very important show because you are absolutely right when you talk about people being in a space where they feel like it's the end, where they can see no light coming down the tunnel. They don't know which way to go. They feel like they have hit the bottom and there's no way up. And what I can say to that is I know so many people, including myself, that have been right in that space, um, that that in-between space, that gray space, um, that space where it feels like you can't breathe, the space where it feels like you can't see or hear, none of your sensors are working. And that's when I would say that you have to completely depend upon God. You've got to ask God to, to allow you to see the sparkle, allow you to see the light that exists because it's everywhere. But for some reason, when we're going through it, we tend to put on blinders, because we kind of, we, we might be in a little space of self-pity. Yeah. And it's go there, but then you got to get yourself up out of it. And for, you know, for so many that I know, the, the moment that changed everything was just around the corner. Yeah. It was, yes, it was just at the end of the block. It was just right past the curtain that they couldn't see past prior to. So I would say to to put your faith in God and not only that, to take count every day of what it is that you should be grateful for, because I, I'm a stickler for believing that the more you focus on something, the bigger it becomes, the more magnified it becomes. And we we don't want to magnify an issue. We want to look at it and we want to discover how it is that we can fix it. And so if people are bundled up under debt. The only way to fix it is to actually look at it. We can always be afraid as a child of the boogeyman in the closet because we never go to the closet to see that there's no boogeyman in it. We have to be able to uncover whatever it is that's lying beneath and you only can do that through inspection. You've got to take a look of the inventory and see what it is that you're actually afraid of. And once you get all of the knowledge, fear comes from the unknown. Yeah. So why can't you know it? Yeah. Yeah. No, you, you are absolutely right. Fear comes from the unknown. And and what we do know about fear is it does not come from God. Um, you, you said, uh, the more we focus on something, the more it's magnified. Tell us what that looks like. Like if we focused on building wealth, if we focused on living in peace, if we focused on being in harmony, um, I mean, you you focused on uh, writing rhymes. Uh, you focused on developing a good 
uh, use of the English language. Talk to us about that time in your life, like, because I'm pretty sure when you got on that boat or whatever you were on, a ferry over to Staten Island and you got in a car and there was no floor in the car, I, I don't believe that you thought you were about to collide into who you are today. Talk to us about that. You know, that was such a that was such a wonderful time when I look back at it and just the innocence of wanting to be involved with music from a pure from a purely um, lover of from a pure place of just loving music. I wanted to be a part of it. And and it wasn't like I needed it. Like I needed to, I was already, you know, enrolled to, to attend university and I, w I had a couple of jobs, you know, I was already moving through just moving to the beat of God's drum. So wherever he wanted me to be, I didn't fight it. I was there wherever he didn't want me to be. I wasn't. And all of everything lined up for me to be on that ferry, to get in that car, to audition for that record label, which I didn't even really know that it was quote unquote an audition. But up until that moment, I had put focus on creating a book of stories and poems and rhymes. And so by the time I got to that studio, I opened up that book that I had had for about three years, three or four years prior to I had been writing in this book. And so when I opened up that book and I said some of the rhymes to the music, it all kind of fell into place. And what was in that book was true to me. I wasn't making up stuff. It was my life. It was the way that I felt about scenarios. It was me creating stories that were dear to my heart because it had a message attached to what it was that I wanted to share with people. And so I had put focus on that at different times throughout my childhood. And then it all came to fruition because what I needed in that book was necessary. So for me, it's just about attaching your yourself to something that is pleasant, something that you you love and that you enjoy doing. And then it never feels like work. And then you're just moving through doing things that you love. And, you know, God willing, you meet up with the right set of people at a time when you can handle it and they can too. And you form this partnership or this team and all of you move down the road together. That's, you know, the magical dream come true. Um, however, when I'm talking about what you just mentioned, putting your mind on what matters and that's peace of mind and peace of mind comes with having all of your life in order. And one of those aspects of life are your finances. Yeah. If that in order it's just it's disarray and it doesn't feel good it's dissonance that happens within your life when things are out of order and so the focus is okay how do i make this go right and spending time every day making it go right and making it go right means putting it in order what are my bills what is my budget how much am i making how can i make more how you know all of those things that you teach in New Wealth University. And so if you focus on that, it begins to blossom. And you you can't keep working towards a goal and not get closer to it. If you were if you're stepping towards the big goal every day, you're giving yourself time and mental focus on it. There's no way that you won't hit it.
Wow. KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. And we're going to give you some tips. Uh, Light is here with us. Light, you just you just gave us a, such a riveting uh, message on basically if you focus on your goal, you will achieve it. And yes. Yeah, no, go on, go on. Well, I was just going to say, you know, um, if you focus on the wrong thing, you'll get more of it. Oh, my goodness. So it works, you know, it works to and fro, hand in hand, um, on the opposite side as well. If you spend all your time, you know, focusing on the wrong things, you will get more of it. If you spend all your time focused on talking about people, um, if you spend all your time focused on what's happening that's terrible in the world, um, it's just going to be magnified. And and that all could be circumvented by just keeping your mind focused on good things, positive things. That's that's the whole notion of stay positive is because anything else is not where you want to be. Yeah, but isn't it hard? Like life is just, you know, people get we get hit, hit upside the head with all kind of stuff. Like the one the minute one thing is is solved and something else happens. The minute that's solved, something else happens. And, mm-hmm. you know, I remember the day that I realized and, and I, ha- I actually cried. <laughs> I remember the day that I realized that the more you get blessed, the more difficult the journey. Ooh. <laughs> I was like, well, wait, hold on. Right. I didn't sign up for this. I, I signed up. So I could be somewhere chilling, you know, by a certain day, time, month, you know, whatever. Um, but I realized that I had been blessed with so much to whom much is given, much is required. Mm-hmm. 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 So it doesn't get easier. Mm-hmm. It gets more complex. Mm-hmm. Um, but because you've already passed that test, because you've already taken that test, because you've already won that race, now, mm-hmm. when you get to here to this space, you just got you got to pull back on what you did before and, mm-hmm. and recognize, you know, recognize God's strength and recognize your strength. But, yeah, that that was huge for me. So so what are some things specifically that people can do on a daily basis to keep going? Because sometimes this is hour by hour, minute by minute. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, we've lost some some. You know, Regina King's son is not the first that we lost. There are several others. I'm not going to mention names here because, you know, the, it, it it's just, it's really, um, it's, it's shocking. It's sad. It's, um, but it's real, you know, and it's happening. Um, a member of my sorority, unfortunately, um, lost a child to, you know, uh, they decided to end it. And, it, it's just happening everywhere. What can people do? What are the things people can do on a daily basis, like, to keep on going? This, and I'm, I'm sure that we can, like, piggyback and go back and forth on what this list would be. But I would imagine the first thing would be starting with yourself. You know, I know plenty of uh, mothers who are raising great children, and they all wake up before those children do. And when you wake up before those children do, that is the time that you get to set the tone for what it is that you want to manifest in that day. And if it's simply a good day where everything runs smoothly and you're not even guaranteed that, but if you start with you. So I would just say start with prayer, 
start with thank you know being thankful and gracious and for for everything that you do have and everything that is going right and your health and whatever it is that's going well that you want to see more of thank god for it in that time and maybe have some quiet time you know do your praying but then also have a moment where you're listening for whatever it is that God is trying to download to you. I think that's really important. And some type of movement throughout your day, whether, it, you know, if you have time to get to the gym, great. If you don't, you can run in place. You can do some jumping jacks. You can, you can get down on the ground and you can stretch. You can do some yoga poses. You know, people say, oh, well, yeah, I don't have time to go to yoga class. Let me tell you, with the advent of YouTube and every other platform, there are so many ways to get involved for your body to get moving because body movement causes endorphins to move around and it gets you it gets you pumped. And sometimes you need blood flowing to all places throughout your body and you need oxygen. And so a lot of people, I get tired in a day. Well, you, you need to eat right. So this is about checking your mind in the morning, your spirit in the morning, your body, and then getting, getting in motion and prepared for all of the good things, which means you have to be aware because there are miracles happening all around us throughout the day that we may not be aware of because we're just not on our toes. We're consumed with something, a, a, a past you know, a pastime problem, something that has happened prior to the moment that we're in or we're worried about the future. So I would say do some prayer and some meditation in the morning, get some stretching in, any type of exercise, walking, running, jumping jacks, uh, stretching in place, whatever it is that you can do, and then feeding your body the right stuff. You need the right nutrition within that body to get that structure, you know, that molecular structure uh, on point within within the skin. Because if it's not, then you're going to feel tired and sluggish. Your mind is gonna not going to work properly. You're not going to be as quick and agile as you can. And so that would be some of the answers on the list that I would give. Light. What? Let me tell you, you preaching today, child. You. We need to pass the collection plate. We need oh. to pass the vir pass the virtual collection plate, and everybody need to drop something in there for it. Light you. <laughs> I'm t I'm talking. I'm saying you're helping me. You're helping mm. me right here in this moment. Wow, it is about moving forward and and, and keep going and and mm. do not quit. And um, we are here to help you. We have a new inter how to start working in the entertainment business class. We have another class for people who want to manage in the entertainment business coming up. We've got uh, so many great things. I just did an advanced home-based business boot camp. Um, we, we've got stuff to help people. So, like, you have just been awesome. Everybody out there listening, come on now. Let's keep going. Go to asklyn.org. Tell me what you need. Tell me what you're looking for. Tell me where you're going and tell me how you are growing. I want to hear from you. And more importantly, we are here because we want to serve you. 
Give yourself the gift of wealth with no limits. Lynn Richardson and New Wealth University is giving 50% off on the Diamond Wealth Ambassador Program. The Diamond Wealth Ambassador Program will give you lifetime access to all of Lynn Richardson's online classes, books, boot camps, masterclasses, and webinars. That's right, lifetime access. So give yourself the gift of wealth with no limits with 50% off on the Diamond Wealth Ambassador Program. Available only on LynnRichardson.com. Remember I asked earlier, do you know who you are and do you know whose you are? The reason I asked that question is because if you know the answer to that question, if you remember the answer to that question, then you can find a way to serve. Um, When things get tough, when things get rough, when you're not sure if you are on the right path, if you get bored with uh, your uh, existing responsibility, if you Uh, somehow you cannot uh, give it the attention that you once uh, gave it. Um, That happens to me um, actually quite a bit. I lose steam. I get really excited about a project. Um, We get the project going. It's great. It's on its feet. Um, I give it everything that I have and don't have and then some. (laughs) And then all of a sudden, here I am ready for something new, something different. Um... I always have to ask myself this question and or challenge myself uh, to remember, uh, do I know who I am and do I know whose I am? And who I am is a teacher and whose I am is the creator's, his, God's, right? So when you can get back in alignment with that, here's what you can learn how to do. Again, you can find a new way to serve. Find a new way to serve. Ask for the next assignment. What is it that you can do to help someone achieve their goals? KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. As I said, when you know who you are and you know whose you are, uh, you can connect to the source that you need to connect to in order to keep going, in order to realize, recognize, acknowledge, and um, use your power in this new season, in this new moment. Um, and ultimately find a new way to serve. When you get stuck, ask yourself, how can I serve? Now, there are a few uh, criteria uh, that need to be met when you want to uh, figure out a way to keep going and to not only do what you did, but to be better, to grow, to build, to elevate, and to expand. You know, there are people on this earth who have found a way to serve. They have convinced themselves that what they are doing serves a need. Um, I don't know anybody like this in particular, um, what I'm about to say, um, but I have watched a lot of movies. I've watched um, American Gangster. I have seen Scarface, um, The Godfather, New Jack City, um, you know, all those movies. And one of the common threads uh, between the, uh, you know, I guess the top person uh, in those movies is they have convinced themselves that they are doing what they do because they are serving a need. Um, In this case, it would be um, providing, you know, an illegal substance to people who want it. And their belief system Uh, is centered around the idea that 
Uh, they're going to get it from somebody, so they may as well get it from me. That's not the kind of service I'm talking about. That's not the kind of service I'm recommending. Um, that's not the kind of service uh, that uh, can sustain itself over time. When I talk about serving, I am talking about uh, the greatest good. I'm talking about what is good for you uh, also has to but what is good for them also has to be good for you and vice versa. Do unto others as you'd have them do unto you. Um, one of the things that I often say to people when they're dating someone, um, and this is just an example, and I've had times where I've counseled young men, I've had times where I've counseled young women, and when I counsel the young man, I say, are you treating her like you would want someone to treat your mother? Are you treating her like you would want someone to treat your sister? Are you treating her like you'd want someone to treat your daughter? If you are not treating her the same way you would want someone to treat your daughter, then an adjustment needs to be made. And that adjustment is often connected to service. How do I serve? Now, does that mean you are in servitude? Uh, not in the sense of slavery or indentured servitude, but we are all in servitude. We are all connected to someone um, and some entities that need us and we provide uh, some skill, talent, or passion that we have to help them achieve their goals. So do unto them as you would have them do unto you. Find a way to connect. Remember who you are and whose you are. Why? Because the harvest is here and the time is indeed now. It is your season to win and this is not the time to quit. This is the time for you to connect and keep going. KBLA Talk 1580, we've got a lot to talk about. So what is the action of the day and the word of the hour? Let's start with the action of the day. The action of the day is today, it's a decision. And that is the decision to keep going no matter what. That's what the action is. And the reason I call it an action, or I'm equating this decision with an action, because sometimes our minds are made up without us knowing it. Um, there are times when my mind is already made up that I'm not doing anything today. If I may not have said it, um, but I certainly feel it and I embrace it. And because that's what my mind has settled upon, I don't do anything. I don't, um, you know, engage in another uh, activity that could help me uh, expand my business or um, take care of something that I need to take care of. I have made a decision to do nothing without even um, speaking it out. So I want you to make a decision. So then that decision will control your actions. Our decisions control our actions, even when we don't say anything, all right? So today, make a decision to keep going and not quit. The word of the hour comes from uh, Jeremiah, and in the first place is Jeremiah one and one, where God says, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. So nobody has everything, but everybody has something. There is something in you. You were created for a purpose. And if you have not fulfilled it yet, if you don't know what it is yet, then this is the time where you keep going and you keep digging. 
You know, you cannot go and dig in an old uh, garbage can for new food, okay? So don't go back to the places where you've been. Don't go back to the resources that you have attached yourself to. Disconnect yourself from some of the things that are not serving you and get attached to something new. Even if it's just a new class, uh, a new hobby, a new activity, a new network, um, get connected to something new. Why? Because the next piece of this word is Jeremiah 29 and 11, where God says, I have plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. So before I formed you in the womb, I knew you before you were born. I set you apart and I have plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. So that's why you must keep going. That's why you cannot quit. That's why you must know who you are and whose you are, because there are plans for you. It is now time for you to simply walk in your season. I want you to go to the KBLA app. I want you to get help. I want you to go to askland.org. But most importantly, I want you to know that the harvest is here and the time is now.